This is a podcast from Rover. This is the Sunday edition of Rex Will Beef and Lamb NZ has demanded changes for a more equitable and fair emissions pricing system. In its submission, it asks why the sector is being punished by the government when over the last 30 years it has, the sector, reduced emissions by 30%, has consistently produced climate-neutral lamb, increased export revenue by, lock your laughing gear around this, by 250%, has protected 1.4 million hectares of native bush and uh, underpinned the economy, and that's an understatement, during during COVID-19. Unbelievable. Beef and Lamb CEO Sam McIver joins the show now. Uh, Welcome, uh, Sam. Some pretty strong statements in your submission. Uh, and it's fair to say, Hamish, yes, there is um, some emotion in it. And that's certainly how we feel and how farmers feel as well. And, you know, the observation is this, is that the government absolutely turned uh, Hewaka Ekanoa's original proposal upside down and, excuse the pun, but the sheep and beef sector have become the scapegoats for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when you when you go through that list again, I won't repeat it, but the, the dropping of emissions, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, how do you, how do you end up a, a, as the scapegoat? I mean, yeah, if the, if the government doesn't revert back to those original <coughs> recommendations, then, then what happens? Oh, well, let's, let's talk about um, how they can achieve uh, equity, Hamish. You know, very clearly from day one, uh, and this came from farmers as well, is that if farmers are to be charged for their emissions, they absolutely should be recognised for their sequestration. Yet the government has dropped a whole lot of those categories in what they proposed. And in my mind, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Encouraging farmers to uh, value the vegetation they've got on their land, uh, to look after it, when it absolutely is sequestering carbon, it is increasing uh, biodiversity. It's got those other benefits of, of shelter, erosion control, all of those sort of things. But the government is pulling the rug from under farmers being motivated uh, to look after that stuff. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, without wanting to jump up and down and stamp your foot and be like, it's not fair. It really isn't, though, is it? I mean, we're not rewarded at all. And I say we because I am one of your levy payers and we yeah. we have um, done a lot of planting on our farm um, and it does, it feels like a bit of a kick in the guts that you don't get any recognition for the hard work that you've done not because you had to but because you actually thought it was the right thing to do Yeah and, and, and let's look at the contrast right uh, industrial carbon emitters are able to offset 100% of their emissions uh, through carbon farming mm. but at the same time Farmers aren't being recognised for their uh, carbon sequestration. Listen, the thing is, too, is that the government has got this obsession with, with pricing emissions till people's eyes water and they do something right. Our, our argument is this, is that um, farmers are motivated to change by all sorts of different things. And, and Rebecca, to use you as an example, you, you didn't go out and plant those trees necessarily because you are going to make more money. You, you no. did it. For a variety of reasons, right? And, and, and that's our argument uh, with the government too, is that farmers are motivated by doing the right thing. They're motivated uh, by their contribution to their community. They're motivated by 
uh, availability of technologies and innovation. They're motivated by uh, the marketplace. Um, there are a whole lot of things that drive decisions, and our view was is actually what we need to do is just uh, collect enough money off to, off farmers so that we can support uh, those farmer aspirations and, and help them to get on the journey of um, a, a lower emissions, um, you know, industry. And, and frankly, as I as I noted before, and you did too, Hamish, um, the the industry has got a track record of delivering on this stuff. So so the argument yeah. is this. Uh, just get behind what the industry uh, is doing and continue to encourage it and be confident that the industry will deliver. Because the, the technology is the other thing, and, I, and I'm sure that many farmers would be more than happy to, to get on board with that when yep. and if it becomes available. But I think I'm correct in thinking that the sort of technology solutions that we're talking about for hill country sheep and beef farming um, are not really there yet. Is that fair? Yeah. I think that's a that's a fair observation. Um, you know, we we do have genetics, uh, mm. and and through beef and lamb, New Zealand's genetics, um, those genetics now we're we're starting to run a program whereby uh, we've got more and more ram breeders uh, recording against methane efficiency. So so that is good. But but you did right. Um, if we're realistic, most of the technologies which will be feed additives and things like that in the first instance um, will work for more intensive operations and, and particularly the dairy farmers where you've got those you know cows coming through the shed once a day so um, you did right a lot of the new the new technologies that come to hand um, there'll be a bit of a stretch to be available for sheep and beef farmers in the first instance yeah so you guys recently had some research come out, uh, which was great news for sheep farmers, showing that sheep yeah, farming in yeah. New Zealand is actually carbon neutral. So if this is the case, you know, why should we support farmers paying for emissions at all? Well, you know, the the, the government just to has be made controversial. Yeah, yeah, the government has made that decision, right? They've, they've put it in legislation. Um, every conversation that we have with them is that they've said. Uh, they're going to do that. So, so really, the response of Hewaki Ekanaa was really, as an industry, how can we best play our play our part, right? And and to your point, um, you know what we've asked very clearly for and and advocated repeatedly for is we want science based targets, right? And and when you looked at that analysis, you would have saw seen in there that GWP star was used as uh, is, is one of the calculation methods. What we know is that GWP star is a far better way uh, to measure the impact of methane and warming. And the research with GW star tells us that actually the targets as they sit of 10% and 24 to 47 at the moment are too high. So our request is to the government before farmers have to pay anything, let's review those targets using the best uh, technology and science uh, that we have and make sure that that's reflected in any emissions charging going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Science and technology, when we have those things and when we can use those things and evaluate it in a fair way and use that as the basis for any discussion or any conversation going forward, I think that's when we can all um, we can all win in this. Oh, and listen, we know um, time and time again, as we've looked at New Zealand sheep and beef farmers and, and dairy farmers too, is that we're absolutely the best in the world at adapting to change, right? When, when, when there is a good rationale to change and when there are the tools and the support uh, for change, 
uh, farmers do that, and they have proved consistently time and time again. That's why we've doubled our income, improved our efficiency um, over the years. And so, again, that is the plea to the, to the government. Um, trust the industry and trust farmers uh, to get on and solve these issues and, and make the change themselves. Don't put barriers in the way uh, to them doing it. Trust and support them, and they will deliver. Sage words as always there from Beef and Lamb NZ CEO Sam McIver joining us here on the Sunday edition of Rex. Uh, trust the farmers, trust the industry. We're the best in the world at adapting to change. I mean, as, Sam, you know, some, as I've said to you time and time again, Bex, what I've seen in the 30 years since I was in, it's, it's remarkable how much progress we make and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I'm proud of what we do, and yeah. I think we. So you uh, should be. Yeah. And it's you know, yeah. it's great to say, to feeling to say that we're the best in the world, and you know, to see this research come out from beef and lamb showing that we, um, that sheep farming is, you know, carbon neutral. Um, you know, that that makes you feel, that that gives you a good feeling, and um, I, I don't anticipate leaving the industry anytime soon, and I think that, you know, we have a great product and I genuinely believe in in that in the future of it and it's just about how we can how we can integrate this stuff into our businesses so that it doesn't make businesses not financially viable I guess like how can we use this as a positive thing or how can we take this and fit it with our business to um, make sure that we do our bit, but we are not compromised in terms of being able to actually make money and, and be profitable because at the end of the day, no one likes to work for nothing. Exactly. Right, next up, we're going to be talking with the ethical ethical soft drink company Karma Drinks, the old, uh, what is it, the, the Karma Cola. That is next here on the show.